Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen and this is Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. I hope you had a wonderful week and, you know, the weather has just been going, you know, very intensely in a lot of different areas. So I hope you're all safe. And, you know, if things have been rough, um, I'm sorry. And things will, everything levels out. Everything finds balance, which is going to be the focus of today's discussion as we, you know, come up to the end of our discussion on earth magic. And it is kind of hard sometimes to be able to find the balance point because in nature, balance is key. In our bodies, we have something called homeostasis, which means that we are designed to keep the body at a certain temperature, to keep it in a certain way, to hold our body upright in a particular way so that that maximizes how it functions. And nature has its own sort of homeostasis, which is the way that, you know, maybe if, you know, we get a whole bunch of rain, well, then that rain kind of washes away some of the, the silt and deposits and all that other stuff. And it changes nature but this is a part of a natural cycle you know spring you know which is you know preceded by winter which is preceded by fall which is preceded by summer which is preceded by spring everything is about cycle and everything is about balance maintained and when balance goes off how balance is restored and probably one of the most valuable lessons that nature teaches us is about balance. It's about finding that place within ourselves where everything is okay, where there's no extremes. And just like in the body, just like with homeostasis, emotional balance and energetic balance are vital to us being able to function as a being walking around in this world. And that's probably why I resonate so strongly with nature is because it teaches us how to balance. It teaches us, you know, the, the river stone, the river moving past the river stones teaches us letting go. And when we can still ourselves and become very quiet like nature and to be able to connect with it, it allows us to find that balance point within ourselves. And some people find that in different ways. Uh, some people find it sitting by the ocean and, you know, listening to the sound of the ocean and the tides going in and out and just, you know, that the energy of, of that space, you know, it just kind of is almost hypnotic. It sort of takes you out and brings you back. And just it's in some ways, some people have described it as almost like white noise where it's just that sort of shh that goes. Now, maybe that doesn't resonate with you. Maybe, you know, the ocean and water don't resonate for some reason. Well, then there's the woods, there's, there's the forests. Now that has a different type of sound to it. That has a different energy level because where the ocean has that more consistent kind of feel to it, you know, the forest, there's all kinds of little things happening. You know, you might hear the scurry of an animal or a call of a bird. 
And so as you resonate with that, it's going to have a different type of feel to it. It's going to have a different um, kind of an energetic imprint that it gives. It is balanced just in the same way as the ocean is, and yet it's there's this life about it because it's very active. So sitting by the ocean is going to give you a different experience than sitting in a forest because there's more that's going to draw your attention. Now, maybe it's not the forest that resonates with you. Maybe it's the desert. And the desert is very interesting because most people just see it as, as nothing, as, as sand or, or a few plants. But if you can really be able to focus, the desert is full of life. There's always, there's insects that are moving around, things that have adapted to that environment. You know, the, the sound of the wind as it moves across the sand, the feel of, of the sand as, as you walk across it, and, you know, the, the heat that's there that's radiating. Now, if you go to a desert during a time when there's a bloom, you know, you see the desert filled with with flowers and 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 colors and and it's just so different from what we normally expect but don't think of the desert as something that is without life that is without energy because it does have a very deep energy and there are some people who resonate very well with that so finding what it is that is your environment you know maybe it's a, a snow-covered mountaintop and that would have its own energy. And, you know, right now there's a lot of areas that are still getting snow. So you, what you would do is you would just find that stillness and, you know, maybe from inside a cabin and looking out on it, you know, or if, if you're really hardy and you want to spend a little bit of time sitting out in the snow, make sure you take care of yourself. No matter where you go to experience nature, always take care of yourself. If you're going out to the desert, sunscreen, hydrate, all of those things are important. Yes, you're going there for a spiritual experience, but it's important that we respect what our bodies need. You know, if, if you're going out to the ocean, same thing, make sure you have sunscreen. Um, if it's chilly, make sure you have a coat or, or a blanket around you. Nothing can pull us out of a spiritual experience more than physical discomfort. And while yes, there are many traditions where physical discomfort is a part of the process of connecting. It's not for everybody. And, and it takes a lot of training to reach that point. So it's best to, you know, just make sure that your physical self, it's, I mean, it's body, mind, spirit. Make sure your body is able to be comfortable and tolerated and be taken care of so that that way your mind and your spirit can do what they need to do. So um, if, if you're up on a mountain or if you're in the snow, I mean, it's amazing because you can sit there and quietly and you can hear animals moving through the snow or maybe you see tracks or, or maybe you hear the call of, of an of a eagle or a hawk. You know, as they're they're trying to figure out and trying to find, um, you know, some little scurrying thing that, you know, they can be able to feed themselves on, to nourish themselves. And that is an important part. When we bear witness to nature, it's not about, okay, the bunny's cute and we don't want the hawk to get the bunny. 
But the thing is, it's all about the cycle of life. It's all about accepting that, you know, they're predator and prey, that for one thing to survive, something else is sacrificed. So being able to find that, that balance point where you are able to say, you know, I am observing nature as it is. I am an invited guest into this space. So it's not about judging nature. It's not about, you know, oh, well, you know, only only the cute fuzzy things should be protected or, or, or a particular tree. Everything in nature knows that it is a part of the cycle of life. And when you go up and, you know, spend time, if you can find a, a, you know, where there's like old growth trees, I mean, old, huge trees. I mean, you know, in California, we're very fortunate. We have the sequoias, we've got the redwoods. And, you know, there are many places that have these gigantic trees that have been around for, you know, thousands of years. And it really is very humbling to be in their presence. Or maybe it's it's a huge rock formation, you know, maybe like Half Dome or, or you know, going out into the desert and, and seeing the, the mesas and the painted deserts, you know, seeing those at sunset or at sunrise, you know, seeing the Grand Canyon. So a part of connecting to earth magic is getting out in it and realizing that it has done what it does since the earth began and it will continue to do what it does and as as humanity learns more and grows more there was a time when humanity was very attached to the cycles of the earth and the cycles of the seasons and it wasn't about having a calendar to tell you when winter started you know we felt it we were so connected to the animals and the plants and the soil and the sun and the rain and, you know, and everything, even the movement of the stars. We were all connected to that once. And there has been a big movement and a big awareness for um, things that are happening in the world and, and global warming and, and you know, and, and all of the things that are affecting the natural world, that are affecting the earth. And I believe that there is a growing you know, connection that is happening or reconnection that is happening. And you may feel that you're a part of it. You may feel that inside of you. You may feel that sense of, you know, just being out and, and being humbled by a giant tree or being, you know, feeling you know, small next to the ocean or being out in the desert and looking up into the night sky and seeing all of the star nation, you know, and all of the stars. And, and it, it almost seems like, you know, they're just outside your reach. They're so big and they're so bright. You know, we don't have to completely cut ourselves off from modern conveniences and, and urban life and hold on. phone the phone we forgot to turn that down so the idea that okay come on down sorry the idea that we have well you know modern conveniences like cell phones and electricity and running water and 
you know, and all of that, you know, these are all things that make our lives easier. And, you know, living in a confined space and a home or wherever it is you live, you know, that idea that, you know, we do have these conveniences and, you know, and they're pretty cool. And we don't have to completely abandon all of that to connect to earth and earth magic. Like I said, you could, you could be living in an apartment in the center of a city, and it just means that you bring plants into your world. You bring them around you. You have, you know, you bring stones. You have that, you know, bring that connection in. Because each little aspect of nature is nature. It is, um, it, it, it's what we're made of. It's what we're surrounded by. So different ways that we can connect. And as I said, you know, you can just, you know, you can just have a plant that's, you know, in your space. And that is, you know, something that you, you know, this is a plant that's in my office. And, and, you know, I love having my plants here because what they do is they help me keep connected to nature because, you know, nature has an inherent healing capability. So by incorporating a lot of it, and, and in my office, there's a lot of plants and there's stones and there's water and, and, you know, I have candles, so I have fire. So, you know, all the aspects. And when you're, you're connecting with in that quiet time, you know, you could just take a plant, you can, you know, put your fingers in, into the soil, you know, and just kind of, you know, feel and just be with that sense of the soil and close your eyes. And just sit with that and open yourself up to what it is that is there, that consciousness. You know, when we see plants, you know, just kind of, you know, experience the leaves, you know, touch the leaves and, you know, just allow yourself to think, wow, what, what might this plant be feeling right now? What might this plant be thinking right now? You know, and, and there have actually been scientific studies to show that plants react to things. Plants react to emotions. They react to an environment. They're very energetically sensitive. So part of what we can learn from them is that energetic sensitivity. And the way we learn it is, you know, well, by learning it from the source. You know, this plant is in a pot, in an office, inside a building, and yet it's still nature. It's still connected to nature. It is still a part of nature. And knowing that there is a part of nature in me, I can sit with it. And sometimes I'll sit with my plants and just kind of relax and just kind of chill and close my eyes and allow myself to go into that natural way of being where there is no judgment, there is no, you know, the, the attachments, there's no attachment because nature is about always about everything changing. Nature is about maintaining the balance. And part of that balance is not being attached. Part of that balance is allowing things to flow. Part of that balance that we can incorporate within ourselves that we can utilize with other people. You know, if, if everybody's kind of, you know, losing their, their whatever, you know, in a situation, 
and things are very stressful. And you can just take a moment and take a breath and and become the stone and become the plant, become the tree, whatever it is you resonate with, become the river. And in that moment, you're able to think, you're able to see clearly, you're not caught up in, in, in the emotion and in the anxiety and in the judgment and, and in all of that. You are just an aspect of the natural world. And it takes practice. It does. It takes a little bit of practice. And I've been practicing this for a very, very, very long time. I mean, honestly, these are things that were a part of my life when I was a child that I never really identified. You know, as a child, I felt very awkward with other people. What I didn't know then that I know now was that being empathic meant that I was open to all their emotions and that was uncomfortable because I didn't understand why I was feeling all the things I was feeling and energetically it was just too loud. And so what I would do is I would go to the part of the playground where there was a tree and I would sit next to it and I would spend my whole recess over there with that tree feeling safe. You know, I imagined just it, that it was just myself and the tree. And I would just imagine what it would be like to be that tree. And what it would be feel like to have roots that go into the ground and be so stable and so steady. What it would be like to have, you know, squirrels running around in my branches. And how peaceful it would be. Because trees always seemed very peaceful. And that was how I coped. That was, that was part of my survival skill was to separate and go into nature. And even if it was just for that little amount of time during that recess, that was enough to be able to help me find my balance point, you know, through the rest of the day and dealing with other things and, and the other kids. And I was very shy. And I always felt safe when I was near a tree. I was always felt safe when I felt like I was a part of the earth. So, yeah, honestly, I've been doing this for, you know, the better part of my, you know, 56, almost 57 years. And now that it's a conscious thing, now I realize it's like, okay, this is something I can choose in any given moment. I can be able to say, you know, you know what? I need a break from the energy that I'm in and the frequency that's surrounding me and all of the stuff. And I go back to the tree. I go back to the stone. You know, I go back to the plants. And by doing that, it makes us a part of it. And once we're a part of it, that's when we can tap into those energies and feel them move within us and feel them around us and incorporate that into our practices of earth magic. And, you know, as far as, you know, the, the, you know, what you can do, you can do whatever. The thing is, you don't need to do anything. You don't feel that pull to, you know, oh, well, I want to do this and I want to do that. For some reason, when we connect with nature, everything gets quiet. We don't need 
anything. We're just there. We're just in that moment. And it's peaceful. And it's gentle. Now, you know, nature does have that, you know, very dynamic side. You know, one of my favorite things is, you know, if, if I'm out near the ocean during a storm and the waves are crashing and, and it's, you know, you can feel that, you know, and, and it's, it's that dynamic intensity. There's a part of that that really resonates with me that I can just totally lose myself in, that you could lose yourself in, that you just become a part of a storm. You know, and maybe it's lightning and maybe it's the wind blowing. Rather than pulling away from it, you know, I mean, and you don't have to sit out in it. You know, I mean, you know, if you want to, but I would recommend against it, especially if there's lightning or, you know, if the ocean is really, you know, huge waves. No, you don't want to go and hang out like right next to it. You want to, you know, like I said, keep the body safe and you can listen to it. You can hear it. You can, you know, you almost feel it. You know, when the wind is blowing really hard outside, you know, you could almost close your eyes and feel what that's like. Imagine being a leaf in that wind and just riding that, the breeze and, you know, and, and riding the storm. You know, the next time that, you know, you have an opportunity to have a storm nearby you or, or if something like that comes up, find a comfortable spot sit down, turn off everything, turn off, you know, TV, radio, turn off, you know, the, 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 your cell phone, everything. And just imagine being in the storm. You don't have to really be in it, but imagine being in it, but feeling perfectly safe. Feel the power of the wind as, as it blows, you know, feel the energy of the lightning. If you're near the ocean, feel the, you know, what the crashing of it and, and let that feeling, you know, as if you're a part of it, because if you're a part of it, you don't have to worry about, you know, oh my gosh, you know, you, you don't have fear. You're a part of it. You're connected to it. And this is a very, very big work and a big meditation to do. So, you know, if, if it doesn't come easily for you right away, don't worry about it. It's okay. It takes a little bit of time. But for you to become a part of nature, a part of the natural world, that opens so many doors to be able to interact with it, to be able to learn the secrets of it, to be able to speak to the plants and the trees and have them speak back, to hear the wind. So, you know, experience. Get out in it. If you absolutely can't get out in it, then bring it to you. You know, worst case scenario, you know, get yourself a CD or a recording of, you know, like a rainstorm and just sit and experience that, you know, from wherever you're at. But get out in it, get to it, connect to it. And what that is going to do is that is going to reawaken something inside of you something that was primal, something that was a part of us a long, long, long time ago, that we can get back. We never lost it. It just sort of went to sleep. But it can be reawoken, and it can be brought out, and you can do this. So, you know, give it a shot. Just pick whatever environment and just go be in it and really connect to it. 
and just rest with it. And you will find that a lot of pretty amazing stuff starts to come out. There will be things that you start noticing about the natural world that you didn't notice before. You know, you'll start noticing more about plants and trees and, and animals and all of that. And you'll start becoming fascinated with it. So give it a try. And uh, let me know in the comments. You know, I've, I'm in the, in the comments you know, right now, answering questions and, and interacting. So please, if now that's during the very first episode, the premiere episode. Uh, after that, if you are looking at this video and you have questions or comments, please post them in the in the comment section and I will answer. If you have a question about something, more than likely somebody else does. If you're listening in on Blog Talk Radio, uh, you can post it in the comments there because I will be checking that. Uh, and I also really encourage you to go over to the YouTube channel, the link's in the description, and take a look at this episode and the other episodes. So thank you. Thank you for joining me. And as I said, you know, there are links in the description to my Twitter page, to my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. Um, if you found value in this and you want to help support the channel and, and what we're doing here, uh, you can like the video, you can share the video, you can comment, and you can subscribe because it's always great to see more people subscribing. And also, please, if there's some aspect of, of all of this, of, of all of the work, the, the spirituality, the clearing, the cleansing, the, the nature, and, and or anything else, healing works, please, if you have a particular subject that you're interested in, let me know, put it in the comments, and I will incorporate it into uh, one of the videos that I do. So, thank you. Oh, and if you would like to support on a bigger scale, in the description is the link to my Patreon account, and you can become a sponsor. So, thank you, and as always, I wish you balance, and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Class dismissed.